0: Hey, everybody. We wanted to let you know that on December 7th, No Simple Road is hosting the No Simple Road Holiday Get Down at the Get Down. That's right.
1: What does that mean, at the Get Down?
0: That means that we're getting down at the Get Down for the holidays, Mel. Good. With members of Bodie Mojo, Lost Ox, World's Finest, Garcia Birthday Band, Sponge, Family Mystic, and us. It's a Portland super group, if you will, that's Mm going to play Grateful Dead music. And we're going to talk, and we're going to have games. It's going to be fun. I even heard old jolly St. Nick might make an appearance. So you go get your tickets oh, now. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. There he is now. Go get your tickets now at thegetdownpdx.com or at nosimpleroad.com. Early bird tickets are still available right now until the 10th. So go over there, grab them, come hang out with us. This is the one holiday party you won't want to leave early.
2: No Simple Road. Yeah, here we go.
0: I know what I'm doing. You like cozy? I do. I like cozy. I do.
1: Is there supposed to be five still?
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: It's good. Hey, now,
0: No Simple Road family. What's happening? This is Aaron. This is Mel. It's Apple. And Joe. Hey. Welcome, Joe. You're here with us for another edition of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind. (laughs) And we have a a special announcement for everybody
1: it's Aaron's birthday month. Nope, that's not it.
0: This episode of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind is brought to you in collaboration with The Edible Beats.
2: Edible, edible Beats is, is back. back.
0: Out of Denver, Colorado. Wow. Yes, our friends over at The Edible Beats, owners of Ophelia's Root Down L5. Linger. Linger Root Down. Uh, PD. And the, the not PDX.
1: Not PDX. Um, airport. Den- airport. Yeah, Denver airport. airport.
0: They are back with No Simple Road collaborating with us on the... Weekly Rewind. We would like to welcome them back. If you do not know who the Edible Beats is, I implore you to yes. take take a moment of your life and go search them out on the intertubes and see how amazing they are, what they're doing for their employees, the food that they create, the atmospheres that they make, the shows that they put on, all the amazing, amazing stuff that the Edible Beats does. Welcome back to being part of the No Simple Road trip. Heck and yeah. we're stoked yes. to have y'all. We are. And thank you back. Yeah. <laughs> and so we yeah. have a special guest here in studio with us today. What's up, man?
3: What is cracking? What's going
0: on? Tell us all about everything. Start at the beginning.
3: Well, in the beginning.
0: Uh-huh. There was light. <laughs> First there was light. Then there was sound.
3: sound. <laughs> <laughs> all the people. Yeah. No. Um. You have a new album coming out? I do, yes. So on the 17th, my next EP, and it is called Incandescent Grumblings Volume 2. Uh Uh-oh. And Volume 1 dropped last year, and it was a collection. Um, So those of you may remember me from, what was that, April, I believe, was the last time I popped in here. And at that point, uh, my partner Jordan and I had just moved to Portland. Yay. Yay! Woohoo! Welcome! And now we've been here for sick, going on seven months. Oh my wow. gosh! it's wild. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> 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 Climb ties. Congratulations
1: uh, on uh, staying in one spot for seven months. <laughs> <Damn>.
0: <laughs> and it
2: Thank not, you. E- not easy to it do for you <laughs>
0: when <laughs> you've been on the road and touring with different bands and then you have to root yourself. It's 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 an adjustment, to say the least.
3: Absolutely. So yeah, spent spent two years living in our van and traveling the country and doing so really opened up some, some doors for me in terms of my songwriting. And so the first half of Incandescent Grumblings that came out last year was all tunes that I had written in the van and it was just uh, voice acoustic guitar and cajon. And then the release that's coming out in a couple weeks are some tunes that I wrote mostly in 2019 and a couple in early 2020? And it is the first time I'm putting out a release that is all electric. Really? So very exciting. So
0: w- I know it doesn't come out for a minute. Seven, but
1: at the 17th, right? The 17th. Yes. Okay.
0: But would it be okay if we played a little part of one of the songs while we're here? Absolutely. All right. So we've got things working now. I'm going to see if I can pull this off without ruining anything. So let's give it a try. <laughs> Here we go. I, I, sh-
3: the weight of what it means to lose can make you ponder why you choose.
2: right there at the point all
0: right
1: so first
0: off is that all you
3: it's all me holy shit wow okay where where do you do that so the recording of this was crazy so this was i started recording this one in 21 like two months before we left in the van and so I recorded the vocals in one space. I recorded the guitar and bass in one space. And then I recorded the drums in another space. And then I was sitting on these for a while because homie who recorded the guitar and bass doesn't own a computer. So he did it all through a Tascam machine. Like, a, like a handheld? So it kind of like your board that you have. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it does everything, and then you put it on a um, like one of those memory cards. An for card. a, yes, and then you're supposed to be able to take that and transfer it to whatever your digital workstation to is your that DAW. you're using. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, the files are acting super weird with the person I usually use to mix and master all my things. So, I was like, fuck, did I just spend all this time and money for nothing because I can't do anything with it? So, I sat on the recordings for a while. And then, um, middle of 22 or so, I was scrolling through Instagram one day and saw a buddy of mine had gotten into mixing and mastering. So, I hit him up and was like, hey, man, I've got these files. My one friend couldn't do anything with them. I'm wondering if you mind taking a look and seeing if there's anything you can do. And he knows this technique, I guess, that takes the the actual frequencies of the sound waves and he's able to identify oh this frequency is guitar and this one is bass and he was able to pull apart the individual frequencies what the hell and split the part the two instruments apart so that he could individually treat both the parts and then put it back together
1: Beyond, oh. it's, that's beyond okay. my okay. knowledge yeah, beyond it's beyond yeah. the fact wow. that you can actually explain that is very impressive yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, those, are, is those are good very, words
0: you just did yeah. there <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's very complicated and complex to go for for one song that seems so perfectly placed together hmm. it doesn't feel yeah it feels disjointed in the in the perfect way and it's not because it was pieced together it's because the music kind of makes you feel spacey and fluid and wiggly you know but like what a beautiful piece of work thank you so so much like that's and and i
0: know that it's terrifying to put your self out there i got a lot of respect for you man for oh
3: Thank you so for, much
0: for like saying, fuck it. I'm just gonna do my thing. And, you know,
3: I'll tell you one of the things that, that song, one of the most beautiful things that being a songwriter has gifted me is that ability right there of, of recognizing, you know, who am I to judge a creation? I wouldn't judge anyone else's mm. creation. So who am I to judge my own? So when the inspiration strikes and I'm writing, even if I'm not feeling it in the moment, I let it do its thing, what it needs to do. And then to me, the act of creating is enough to put something out. Like the fact that something exists that I created is enough for me to say, this is not mine anymore. It's, it's not up to me type wow. of deal. I
0: saw a clip with, have you listened to the Rick Rubin podcast, Tetragrammaton at all?
3: Here and there, yeah.
0: I saw a clip of him. I don't know who he was talking to. He's talking about art and being a creator. And he was like, if you like the art, if you create something and you like it, that's it. That's, that's, that's the validation right there is you liking the thing. When you put it out into the world, that's it. It, it doesn't matter who, attaches to it or likes it, it's all about you. And if you dig it, then that art is deemed worthy to be out there in the world.
3: Fuck yes. He said something similar along those lines of, of having creation being an offering to God. Mm. And I don't necessarily enjoy using that word, but agree with the sentiment of what I think he was trying to get across. Yeah. I think that
0: word has been tortured and Absolutely, used for used for evil. I think we yes. just need to
1: modernize what that means to your to you personally. Huh. Back then, God was the ultimate thing that we as humanity agreed on.
0: It was the old man. Now, in the
1: sky. now it's not. So we just need to update our, um, you know, verbiage on what we really think it is. Because I don't think God is a slander. I just think that we didn't have. A word for something bigger. Language can be so limiting. Well,
0: yeah. I know, and
2: try to explain
0: a DMT experience sometime. <laughs> And
2: God sometimes is like <laughs> slang nowadays because I know I, I use it all the like, oh, God, don't let that happen. Oh, God, please. That's not like even talking to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. God. It's just a term.
0: So. You record all the parts, you get it put together. Now, I want to talk about the artwork for the for the cover i don't think that these two know the story yeah
1: oh, i don't i didn't see that did,
0: well when we hung when
2: we hung I out at circles, circles he, yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah but you got to tell you got to tell the story,
0: story of, of the artwork for the this.
3: <clears throat> so the last time i uh when i was re- referring to earlier the last time i was on the show jordan and i had like i said just moved here we came over and we had some breakfast. I mean, it had been probably a year, year and a half, maybe, since we'd seen each other. Like the last
0: time we saw each other was at a fish show. Yeah, Dick's. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. okay. So it had
3: been maybe six, six, seven, eight months. And uh, so we get over here, have an amazing time. And y'all are like, we really want to keep hanging out with you, but we have some business we have to do. So if y'all want to sit through our episode for the week, um, you know, you're welcome to sit in and listen. And then we'll do the Weekly Rewind with y'all for this week, and like, oh, sweet! So the episode that y'all were recording happened to be um, Nick's na- actual Nick, name, actual yeah. name, right? Yeah, Young Nick and Sick Van Hoff-Wiegen. and man, that conversation just like we, like I was just saying, language is so limiting at times, and words don't really exist for how hard that conversation just like smacked me in the fucking face in the best way. That's good. And so I felt compelled because I'd been looking for some artwork for the release. I felt compelled to reach out. And so I hit him up on Instagram and I was like, hey man, this is going to sound maybe a little creepy, but I was just listening in on your conversation without you knowing. And I was really affected just by the way you speak about your art, how you kind of carry yourself and things like that. And I was wondering what your rates are for, for doing album artwork. And he responded a couple hours later and was like, oh, you know, y'all are or your friends with uh, No Simple Road. Don't even worry about rates. I got you. And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> right, right on, huh? Nick. Nick. Damn, Nick. Nick, wow. thank awesome. you so much. So, that is
1: amazing. Huge Nick's-
3: shout out. I am.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: So young and Aww. sick, did your. Young album and Sick art. did the album art. Yes. Well, I it, did
1: see your album art. Then I know what you're talking about. It then. couldn't yes. have
3: turned out any better. I mean, I the, the craziest part. And I was, I was telling, I was telling these guys this at circles a couple of weeks ago is that Nick has never met me in person. We've never talked in person. Just a few message exchanges over Instagram. And he put a light bulb right in the center of the picture. And I've got, two light bulbs tattooed on me from one of my favorite Queens of the Stone Age album covers. And the fact that just by listening to my creation, he was able to pull that out of that.
0: (laughs) That's wild.
3: (laughs) What the fuck? Mm.
0: That is wild. Wow. Wow. What do you think that is?
3: Um, Hmm. That's a great question. I think honestly, uh, Queens is a huge influence on me. That was the, that was the live music event that that was the first show I went to without my parents when I was of an age that I had gotten into, we'll say things that help enhance the live music (laughs) experience. Okay, And, uh, so that just, I was like, oh shit, live music isn't hanging out with your parents and being bored it can be this (laughs) active (laughs) it can be this active thing that's super fun i was 19 um when i went to that show and so that that really kicked in i need to see as much live music as possible because the way that made me feel well done yeah right (laughs) the way that show made me feel i had never felt like that before that's a promise to keep to yourself they're awesome that's a great destroy live oh man
0: but i just wonder like When uh, here's an example, uh, we have a friend JJ and, um, Mel met her at an old job that she used to have. And JJ comes to the house and we're all hanging out. And I, I was showing her some of my art, some of the stuff that I've drawn. And there's a drawing that I did that she has tattooed on her arm. Literally. Yeah. Like, we've never met. I've never showed. This art's not on Instagram or anywhere. It's way before this Instagram. This is, like, something I drew in Vegas, like, 20 years ago.
3: Wow.
0: And she's got it tattooed on her arm. Like, legitimately, that's the thing. It's the weirdest thing.
3: That's
1: cr- so crazy. When she saw that, she was Sh- like, what? what? <laughs> and pulled up her sleeve and was like, look at that. No Yeah, yeah. Way. Yeah, crazy.
0: <laughs> but what what I mean was, like, What do you think that is that an artist can listen to something that somebody creates like that and then pull an image that's so personal and and meaningful to you without really knowing you?
3: I feel like energetically that experience hit me so hard that it naturally comes out in my creation. And then he just picked, he picked up he on just it. tuned in on it
2: <laughs> as an artist. Like it's right. able to like hone that and pull it yeah, out. Probably and...
3: without even knowing that's just what he seems to do. So that's crazy. This probably means that him and I are just connected in a bunch of other ways that I don't even know about yet.
0: He seems like an amazing human being, man. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, well,
1: to be doing, we said it to him cause he talked about doing that on the show and for him to, Pay it forward like that, and and continue to do that. That's something that you don't get to see often in if in at life. All. And for the fact that like the no simple road family is taking care, of no simple road family. That that's to me part of the whole thing. It, I, that's like tearjerker. That's right? I, I love when, like, when we were real. at circles
2: and you came up because <laughs> Joe just showed it to me, and he didn't say anything. You're just like check this out, and I look at it, and I'm like. Holy crap. That's awesome. That was something you did. Drew was fine. I was like, that looks like young and sick stuff. And he's like, it is. It is. <laughs> that is. It. And then explain what it was. I was like, holy wow. shit.
1: Wow.
0: You know, like I said earlier, Joe, it's, it's, uh, it's super hard to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and it's brave. And it really is. for any artist to, to put their stuff out, I still am like terrified to play in front of anybody. You know what I mean? What is it that you, like your inner dialogue that gets you past any of that?
3: Hmm. I've been, I've been a performer one way or another my entire life. I feel like, I feel like when I was coming up, it was a lot of seeking attention. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I, I, don't try and view it that way. I I really try and view it as playing music is what makes me happiest. And so once I'm up there doing that, I don't view it as performing in front of people. I just view it as playing music and people happen to be there. Oh, and that's actually a
0: great reframing.
3: Yeah. And I feel like because music has just always been such a huge part of my life, and especially lately, branching out into other instruments, uh, I've been really finding that when I, when I let go and enter that space, it doesn't matter if I'm by myself for, i mean not, not that I've played in front of thousands of people, but I feel like it won't affect me when I get to that point because I'm just doing what I love. That's, that's really cool. That's, then that's, I like,
2: yeah, that's a great way to look at, like, I'm playing music, and there just happens to be people. Yeah. I
3: and like if they that. dig it, they that's dig great. it, and if
0: they don't,
2: I'm up here digging it. And doing I feel what
3: I like love. a big part of me getting to that kind of mental headspace is that for so long I was just the drummer. So I was in the back, people weren't really looking at me, and so I learned performance through that lens, and then switching things around and getting up front as a vocalist and guitarist because I spent so much time, like not worrying about the, the performing part of it. Um, it just kind of naturally translated. Okay. Which I'm grateful for. (laughs) Whoa. So
0: where can people go to get it?
3: It'll be available wherever you, wherever you get your music, Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, things like that. And if you use a platform that my music is not on, please reach out to me at boomerang sky music on Instagram and I will make sure it gets up there.
0: So what do they what do they search when if they're going to look for you?
3: Boomerang Sky is the name of the project. And what's coming out in a couple of weeks is my third official release and then on Bandcamp under Boomerang Sky I have a bunch of acoustic demos that I've recorded as well.
0: And Bandcamp is kind of the the best place to go.
3: It's going through some things right now where it's been bought out by a bunch of bigger companies. Oh no. And that was so, like the one
0: place that was safe,
3: yeah. So there supposedly have been a lot of um a lot of people have been let go, and there have been some folks who have been working to get it unionized. And so Whoa, that's that's kind of okay. going on right now. But at the same time, uh, and I haven't checked in recently with how that's going, but I think whatever this newest acquisition is 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 kind of presented a pretty big challenge for them to reach that point. And now there's a lot of clones that are coming out. Uh, Me personally, I haven't taken the time to really uh, check out any of those just because Bandcamp's been working for me. Um, But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's a great idea and then capitalism gets a hold of it and it it becomes all about money and not about the art anymore. Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. Well,
0: we were actually talking about this the other day of like, having patrons you know back in the day artists would have patrons that that still took care of them so that the artists could do whatever they needed to do because we do live in a material realm we live in a world where you have to pay to eat and you need clothes and you need to shelter yourself and whether you're in a van you need gas whatever yeah everything to live it costs money so if you're taking your time and your energy and your talent and pouring it into creating something that you feel is beautiful and putting it out into the world, then there should be some kind of energetic reciprocity coming back to you that will help you continue on that journey. Right. And it's tough. The music space is really tough. They're getting like a quarter of a cent, Per download or something crazy like that on, yep. on the streaming platforms mm. yep and who was it that we interviewed they were like yeah uh a band is just a vehicle to sell merchandise
1: maurice tanny, <laughs> maurice
0: tanny. yeah and that's sad it really it's like, is you know we're not going to make it to the next show if we don't sell 30 t-shirts because we didn't make enough on
1: there's an opportunity there. I don't know it, quite what it is, Come but on, let's figure it out right well, now. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that we've seen um, bands like um, Frasco, and then Eggy started doing it, and like um, Dogs in a Pile, and a lot of these uh, bands, Pigeons, like making videos of. Their travels or like come see us at you know sarasota Springs, oh, yeah, everybody's doing it now, right it's it's another vehicle um to expose yourself, but all these ex you're exposing yourself but there's never anything in return, so there's got to be a way that you can do that yet there's something that can sustain sustain your basic needs, yeah. i mean
0: i mean apollo suns when we had had them on the show they're from canada like for them to go on tour they got a grant mm -hmm. from the government the canadian government supports the arts and touring bands with grants
3: that's so beautiful that's that's amazing
0: some kind of
1: stipend you know wow it's Mm -hmm.
3: crazy
0: i mean it wasn't i'm sure it wasn't a ton of dough but still still. anything helps yeah Yeah,
1: literally anything does help tank of gas helps you know
0: i i was uh
1: joe i want to ask this hold on you go ahead so as a traveling musician and just person because you were traveling but you were also just living too what would help what would make it easier on the road and you you roll up in any city and you have just the basic normal problems, or not problems, but things that are going on with traveling, what would make it easy when you showed up to a city if somebody offered what, or if you, if there was some kind of service, or?
3: Hmm, that's a great question. I would say probably gas is the biggest, gas is biggest, the biggest commodity fuel. when traveling, okay. especially if you have a, a larger vehicle that kind of burns through that. Um, But I kind of found from moving around that, when there were spots that we were able to visit a couple times um by being there and and going out and experiencing the city, you were kind of able to build a a small bit of community and any of that is it doesn't matter where you live if you don't have a community for yourself um, to spend a little time in you know the isolation can can definitely get to you mm. yes. and then it can at at times I found it getting to a point where because I found myself so isolated, then I didn't, part of me didn't want to, was finding comfort in the isolation and not pushing myself to go out and find the community. So Mm. I would say, yeah, the gas would definitely help, but also something you can do for yourself is like when you're in those moments, pushing through no matter what Mm. and working to find those working to find those people who are out to to support artists or just you in general.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the like one of the beauties and one of the dangers of the way the world is right now and the prevalence of social media is that we have the ability to be so connected with so many people all the time and interact with them in a digital way, but we don't have the human element of it. And it can, the digital part of it is not a substitute for the other. And I think that um, especially for those that have grown up with that always having been there, it's hard. Because it's like a, I don't want to say it's a counterfeit, but it's like a a cheap knockoff for the real thing. Yeah. And, And you could be like, well, I have, you know. 15,000 followers on Instagram and then you shut your phone off and crickets are chirping and nobody's calling. And, and that's, that's a head trip.
3: Absolutely. I found in my experience that I, I find myself kind of right in the middle personality wise between introvert and extrovert where I need my recharge time, but I need my people time as well. And if I go too far in (laughs) either direction, I'm not being my best self. But I found that through my natural desire to want, I love having conversations with people in person. It's one of my favorite things to just get to share ideas about life and perspectives and things like that. It's such a beautiful thing. And I found in my experience that by naturally wanting to participate in things like that, those experiences were finding me of people who will also oh, yeah. really value conversation and are not only wanting to be in the conversation to speak, but also to listen and to actively listen. Mm-hmm. And those are definitely lost arts in, <laughs> in the population as a whole, but they are still there. And I feel like if that's something that you dedicate yourself to, reminding yourself, this is something that I want, it'll come.
2: I say li- listening is like a lost art form. <laughs> like, too many people don't listen to the other side or listen to the, and that's, yeah, that's bothersome nowadays. Okay? Yeah. Nowadays.
0: It definitely is. Tappel. It is. It is. Um, it's, it's a thing that like everybody's waiting to express their opinion and I, that's fine. Right. But you have to be willing to hear other people's opinion yeah
2: hear an entire thought of somebody else's and then form what you're gonna say that's that's one of the don't have it formed ahead of time just waiting like okay are you done talking yeah (laughs) i have a thing that that i've been wanting to say for five minutes i wasn't even listening to you that's
0: one of the things that doing this has like in the beginning i was so bad at waiting to talk
1: it's safe to say we all were we all were yeah, yeah.
2: we we'd talk over what ask an artist a question before they even had a chance to answer it like on to the next one <laughs> like oh that was bad oops but active <laughs> listening I,
0: I i think that it's definitely like you said it's a it's an art form and when you do it amazing stuff can happen that's like we've talked about this on the show a million times, but a a good conversation is really akin to a good jam. If you're listening and you're paying attention and you're playing music with somebody, then, then you're open for the magic to happen. And the same thing is true of conversation Mm -hmm. and just having honest dialogue. And I'm not even talking about, um, with people that you agree with. Being willing to sit down and have a conversation with somebody that you don't agree with so you can understand somebody else's perspective. Because I really do believe that like this may be unpopular, but I do believe at the end of the day, we all kind of want the same three or four different things. We want to be healthy. We want to be loved. We want to be safe and we want to be free. and
2: And if you sit and have a conversation with somebody you don't agree with, usually if you spend the time... You end up realizing that you're talking about the same thing, or you agree, but it was just different paths to yeah. get there.
3: Or the like Mel was saying earlier, the verbiage yeah. is is the difference, but yeah, it's talking about the same thing for sure.
0: And it's definitely right now a very tangled web. Also, of things so n-
1: nobody needs to agree to everything. That's another thing. Like we don't have to agree. There's a whole age of um people that were raised different they're from different countries they've had like different, experiences. different experiences so there's to have the same beliefs or the same ways of l- viewing things it seems so not up to date yeah it, it doesn't seem like it's right for the time right now the the understanding needs to come in being okay with disagreements and having respect for each other. That's what it is. It's, oh, that's what you think? That's cool. I don't, but I so respect you for that. And it's not condescending and it's not like placating. It's legit. It's like, oh, I just don't think like that. But you do. And that's so cool. Like, is that the the
0: lost art of agreeing to disagree?
2: Yeah. Yes. And realizing that that more than one person can be right about something. Exactly. Even if it's not the exact conclusion, because you came to that conclusion by what you've experienced in life. You know that could be totally right for me, but Joe would be like, "I don't understand that. That's not yeah, right not, because that, he's raised that's not my differently experience. or experienced it differently."
0: Well, I, I want to go back to what Joe said though about community, mm-hmm. and that I think that is the the savior of all of that, like that isolation and disconnection and and inability to see other perspectives we're taught that through community and being around other people and having different viewpoints experiences and lifestyles put in front of us and you know it's it's just simply having friends you know opening yourself up to allowing yourself to be a friend and have have them for yourself like i think that's also a lost art. That's that's going away. I we're really fortunate, really really fortunate. Like we were talking to our son the other day, and and um, he's living down in Eugene, and he's working, lives with his girlfriend, and he is like, you know, it's he's twenty one. He's like, you know, Dad, it's really hard to make friends when you're working, when you're just like doing the day to day and and going to work and. It's where do you go to to meet friends? You guys are so lucky. I realize how lucky you guys are. You have so many friends because of No Simple Road. He's like, but what do you do when you're just, when you don't, aren't into that as a person? How do you do that? And I didn't have a good answer for him. Honestly, I
1: I think a lot of people um, go to the bar. That's exactly why the bar is there because it's some people actually they they like to drink. Of course, they're there. But then there's people that are just like, I don't know where else people are hanging out. And so you go to get something to eat. You're going to eat at your own table, not at a big table with people. So you can't really do it that way. You go get dessert. Same thing. Like you have to like have a drink and sit for a while and then. It allows conversation. There's not too many other places that you well, can do that. People congregate yeah. that much. Yeah, yeah
2: that's why I, I mean, sports bars, especially in this country, are, <laughs> they are they're huge. You can go to any town and find like there's a Philadelphia Eagles bar right down the street. You okay. know. Okay.
0: <laughs> it, I, I think that knowing how to to be a friend to somebody and and have a conversation is he it's huge it's it's something that a lot of us carry around a lot of traumas and pain and hidden shit and baggage from the past and just one friend that is willing to listen to you without judgment and hear your stuff
1: With compassion. Yeah.
0: And even if they don't understand, just hearing it, that can be healing for somebody. You know? What I wanted to talk about actually today was that. um, It's funny that this came up like this. Uh, I wanted to ask you you guys, what do you think being a friend means? What does that actually mean? Because, I mean, it's, oh that's my friend you know it's something we throw around but what what does it mean to be a th- friend to somebody
2: i think first off it's kind of like like any relationship it's somebody that you want to be or like you kind of picture like life without them would not be the same okay like like, like if this person wasn't in my like well, for example you it's like if aaron wasn't in my life like Oh my god, it'd be so weird and different and I wouldn't enjoy it as much.
1: But do you feel like that about Henry?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, well yeah, I, I mean at, point, at points I did, but then when you move away from each other and stuff, but still right. like the, the other thing to me that's really strong about friend is, is somebody who you you've got the, like you got their back and they've got yours. You know they'd be there for you in the hard times. And like that yeah, like with Henry Nick, Aaron, I've gone through terrible things on both sides, and always there for each other. And I mean that—that's kind of a true test of friendship when shit happens and you find out because there's been people that aren't there.
0: Yeah, you find out who's still (laughs) around.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I think a big part is like like that security. Is a security thing. Like I I feel secure with this person. This person's got Mm -hmm. me and and not just you, but your family and your loved ones also like being a supporter Mm. of all that Mm. and like we're just talking about and being a listener sometimes just being a listener not even because a lot of times friends we don't want a solution or something like that sometimes there's not one you just you know you want you want somebody to listen and go fuck man that you know that sucks or i hear you or you all right just a reassuring like thanks
1: apple
0: yeah yeah Uh, okay. Mel, what do you think? How, what's, what does it mean to be a friend?
1: Um, I mean, for me to be be a friend and, and for like, I just think of, (sighs) I think of a lot. I, I feel like my friends, I, I think they're like my family. I treat them like my family. I, it's not always about remembering every single birthday, but every time you see them, you make them feel like they're important and like you want to see them.
3: Mm.
1: It's not like, and I don't mean this in any harsh kind of way, but seeing the bank teller, like you're not necessarily so happy to see the bank teller. You know they're a little bit more benign. Depends on
0: if they're kicking you down or not. <laughs> or not <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I just mean in your in your daily life, that's a person that you're not going to see as often, and you may not be like, whoa, it's great to see you. You <laughs> yeah, know, you're friendly. Right on, <laughs> Helen. You're friendly
2: with. But yeah, you're, you're not friendly, friend. but it's
1: but so. like somebody that you're excited to spend time with, and and yeah. they're excited to spend time with you, and mm,
0: that's a good. That's that right there is good. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's because. I know like trying to plan vacations or whatever with my friends it's like there's this anticipation almost the same as like going out on a date it's like oh my god I know what we're gonna we love doing this together so we're gonna like like when I hang out with Crystal like we are gonna journal together we're (laughs) totally gonna like do collaging like we're gonna go eat
0: edibles
1: (laughs) we're gonna have a blast but we there's like this expectation of fun or like excitement or just the shared time the shared time is special and like wanting to do whatever it is with that friend um and
2: that's a good example too especially like you and crystal when you asked me like with henry a good friend too to me is somebody that you can go years without seeing but as soon as you hang out again it's like you didn't miss a beat Mm -hmm. you pick right up where you left off yeah, and there's like no hard feelings about. I haven't seen you in quite a while or anything. It's like me and Shelly, like life, yeah. life happens, and I'm just glad we have this moment. And especially those when it's been a while, you get so excited. Yeah, you're still when you get so excited about seeing that person. That's like a, that's a true friend. Like,
1: hmm. and a, another uh, thing about friendship too is like you said it, Apple too. But like being there for somebody and sharing yourself as well, being like comfortable enough to share yourself with your friend, whether it's about shit that went down when you were little or growing up or maybe beef that you and your partner are having or like just being able to be comfortable enough to do that because, you know, that's why we kind of differentiate acquaintances and friends. You you wouldn't necessarily tell an acquaintance like somebody that you just know in passing these deep, seated things about your childhood or right. like, you know, you and your partner, um, but a friend, you absolutely would. And you, you know, you can have that type of release. And so I just think a friend is interested in you and you're interested in them and, and you get to share these amazing times and, you know, and each time it's special.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I think those are both good descriptions. What about you, Joe?
3: I would say for me, it goes back to uh, feeling comfy, like we were talking about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Like to <laughs> me, uh. a true friend is it doesn't matter what the activity is. There's this mutual recognition of the comfiness of spending time with each other's energy, mm-hmm. yeah, and and this give and take. That sometimes it's more give and than take on one end, and and vice versa. But it doesn't matter because you're still showing up together to share in the beauty of being gifted a connection like that.
0: Wow. I like
2: that. Yeah.
3: When's your birthday? October 18th.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I I
2: like that. of like what you said. That reminds me like, like when you're in a true friendship with somebody you're in a, for you're in it for the long game. You're not thinking like, 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 like we did. It's, it's not like you owe me 20 bucks or you, uh, you owe me the, it's, it's like fucking, we just do our thing back out. and forth yeah. because we're going to be, we're going to be together for a long time. Well, you and I are
0: different. You're my platonic life mate, you know, it's, by, that's different. By the way, you owe me 50 bucks. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Um, Apple, can I borrow fifty bucks? see <laughs> if you can
2: get your man to pay me. Shit, oh, I'll, how about fifty fifty? I'll
1: just take it then. Yeah, I'll
0: just give it to Bell. Bell. There you go. Um, it's being a friend is is so multifaceted. Yes. Like what it means. Yeah. Uh, but you stole my answer a little bit. It's funny. It's That's not. why I asked when your birthday was. Hmm. It for me. It really comes down to comfort, being comfortable with somebody. Because, w- as somebody now that I'm older and realize that I carried anxiety for so long in my life, my friends were the ones that I didn't feel like that with. Like, they were like these safe pockets in a really turbulent world, and those were the people that I could like catch my breath with. You, you know it's what I'm beautiful. saying?
3: Beautiful. There's this band called chicano batman yeah i love you all know Uh, that their their song the friendship is a small boat in a storm yes love that lyric yes Uh,
0: um and also it's the people that know your shit and love you anyway you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they've seen your funk laid out on the floor in front of you and they're still like you know what man it's cool
1: I grew with it. Let me help you. Let me, let me help you clean that up. Let's let's keep moving. Someone's got to
0: clean that up. Let (laughs) me help you clean it up, man. (laughs) Don't doubt me. Mm -hmm. Uh Totally. And I've been really fortunate in my life to have found people like that. And I know that there's folks that listen that have a hard time in that department. And I think my best advice for somebody that's like feeling lonely or disconnected is just putting yourself out there. Like what's the worst thing that can
1: happen? You get embarrassed. That's it.
0: Or nothing. That's,
1: but like if you're traumatized because of that, that is just as bad as like death in your head. Like you confronting something so um, big that embarrassment or shame, is or also- so then that'll make you retreat again, and and if you don't have a support system, like back at home or something like that, then that can be take you back years. Yeah, I mean that it is good advice in a general sense, but like just getting out there is the reason why most of the time why you don't have friends. <laughs> And then out what where? You, what do you mean by that? Like, like, cause you didn't get out there. You well, don't if have you're, friends. If you're
0: listening to this, yeah. you most likely like live music, right? Yeah. So come to a show. Yeah. And.
1: But you know, even, the, okay. So what's, you can kind of be alone in a crowd. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Oh yeah, when you're if alone, you're,
2: in a, when you're alone in a crowd, you really feel the weight of that.
1: Yeah, or it can be liberating. That can be. I love getting lost <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, but you, you've got an it. army
0: of folks. Yeah, you Yeah, that's,
1: that's why I love getting lost in the crowd, so that I can literally not know anybody step and have away. a new experience. You know, not, step away
0: from
2: that. Because I'm,
1: yeah. I'm like, I have a tendency to be very giving or energetic toward this person, and I want to know what's going on, and I really do. But then I never get to express it because I'm listen. Mm. I'm listening. Do you know? So when I'm around people that don't know me, if they're like, Oh, Hey, how are you? Then I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not having, I, I stay quiet or silent until someone approaches me and then I can like have a new experience. Mm. Otherwise I'm wanting to cater. I want to, I like spending time with the people I know. I love it. Like think about Dick's weekend. If I could have just hung out with those six same people that we had the whole time, I would have been fine with that. But then there's so many then, awesome say, people but, there. And then that that you want to? Hang-
2: that could be a distraction from the ex, the whole exactly. experience. Yes. I'll just like tune right in. That's why it is <laughs> it is fun to take off for part of a show by yourself mm-hmm. to go listen to it more, go to different spots. and yeah, just have and a
1: brand new experience, experience. in it
2: differently. Because there is something about being with your group of friends. But I, I we've all done that where you realize like a song starts and you lean in to be like oh my god that guitar part the next thing you know it's been you've been talking for like several oh, yeah. minutes and the people and behind like, you are like shut the fuck It's go. like, oh <laughs> shit now I yeah now i'm being that person that's talking to my friend about something that
1: <laughs> and that's me i've been guilty yeah of that mel's <laughs> been busted <at> chomping <laughs> a
2: show. A bit. oh yeah
0: yeah no.
1: because like it's exactly <clears throat> that reason and
0: you have a, you have a voice that'll like when you're Harry's. at a show it goes higher than trey's guitar Yes, yeah. that is very true. You've gotten, you've gotten me scolded. and Trey
1: compete. Back yeah.
0: It's what I mean by putting yourself out there is. It, you need to be in situations where stuff can happen. If, you have to if, try. Yeah. If you stay home and isolate yourself, things are never going to change. At some point you have to step out. Yeah, you get your, more of the same step out of your shit and be like, OK, you know, I'm going to. Put myself out there. And it, sometimes nothing's going to happen, and that's okay. You're still where you were at when you started. It's all good. You know but what I mean? Yeah, no but harm, maybe no you foul. saw a cool show or something. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe you end up next to the person that's going to be the best friend you ever have for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the greatest example of all of it is Cody
1: oh cody cody is the greatest example he definitely put himself out there was
0: it just
2: listening to you this morning cody was over this morning listening to you out there reading back the texts from when he was coming to i was looking
0: for an email that he sent me and i found the original email that cody sent to no simple road before we knew each other wow and and follow and i was reading the whole thread of like us meeting was it cute it was really cute <laughs> it was really, like, what, should, what should i expect how do i do this Aww. what do i do but he was like literally he, quite literally he
1: wanted it that would you be my friend yeah he did he wanted it that bad and and you know what he's brave cody is very brave but look what happens bravery is is rewarded yes nature rewards bravery yes it does right yes like it
0: Look at those trees across the street. So
1: maybe I, I would say a better way to say it is like it's if you want friendship, if you feel lonely, you need to be brave. Wherever you feel that you're holding yourself back from making a friend, try to be brave in that way. If you're somebody who doesn't like to go out or do anything... Pick one of your interests and then go out and do something that has to do with that. Because at least, at the very least, the other people there like the same thing. Yeah. They have, you have right? common ground. To so just with. be brave in whatever way you think that you could, you know, if, if maybe it's like, oh, those people at work are kind of cool and they're going bowling. Like, invite yourself, you know, or like if they shoot you down. OK, fine. If they don't, no, you're hanging out with everybody from work. So, like, I don't know. I just think yeah, that bravery <laughs> is, is, um,
3: could be very helpful in this speaking situation. Speaking of bowling, this was pretty crazy. I, I was, <laughs> I'd like to say, nice. speaking
2: of bowling,
3: I love that. I was kicking it with a new friend maybe a month or so ago. We were just getting some coffee and we're chatted up, and I had a dead shirt on, and a person from across the street noticed my shirt and came over and was like, hey, we do a Grateful Dead bowling night on Monday, is it? And I wrote it down whatever the alley is. Uh, you should come kick it. And I was like, sweet. Uh, and it was just so funny how- Perfect
2: example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just so that's like, cool. a Grateful Dead bowling night?
3: Yeah, just like being open to- That's cool. You know, well, a random stranger a sees day. you and comes over and being open to seeing where that connection goes to potentially- and, and look.
1: Uh, wait, did you have eye contact with this person when they were coming over?
3: Uh, not at first. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just they trying like, to get the... Another head. I'm going
0: <laughs> to tell them about bowling <laughs> night. That's, see, deadheads are cool like that. That's, yeah. That's dope. We'll I, I, go
2: out of their way like that. Right.
0: I, when we lived in Vegas, uh, I had a dead sticker. I had a, a steal your face on the back of my car. And I dropped my son off at school one morning. And it was my birthday. I had taken the day off. I dropped Simon off at school. I remember that. And um, I leave the parking lot and I notice that this truck is following me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I get to the stoplight and this truck pulls up next to me and the dude rolls down his window. He's like, hey, brother, I'm a deadhead too. You want to go smoke a joint? <laughs> and I was like, it's my birthday. I have the day off. Mel's at work. Yeah, let's go. And Tommy, (laughs) it was Tommy. Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Me and him became buddies. Like we saw a bunch of shows. Him, him, his wife, and Mel became friends. It's
1: actually responsible for us getting back into the the jam jam scene. scene. Yeah, he's responsible for that. Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you never know where.
1: And the drum circles.
0: Yeah, going to drum circles. He too, was, was actually huge.
1: a really amazing friend mm-hmm. and was so sweet. Hey, you wanna and go smoke a joint in my
3: garage? <laughs> like, was sure. It, yes, I do.
2: <laughs> was it to- Tommy and Jen? Yeah. yeah, yeah they, they, and Jen. they were fine and they lived pretty close out yeah, by right us. Right down too, the street from us.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, that's like that Boxer Rain lyric about not knowing what's around the corner yep. to meet you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just don't know. And, and look, here's the dope part of No Simple Road that, like, this was not planned. This is a byproduct of us doing this for whatever reason this happened is there's a community of people here. Right. And if you happen to live in this area and you don't feel like you have any friends, well you do because we're here and like, you can literally go to our website and be like, Oh, they're going to be here. 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 I'm going to buy tickets for this show and go with them. And you don't have to be like shy or weird to come up to us. You could just be like, yo, I'm part of the No Simple Road family. I'm hanging with you guys tonight.
1: Or if you're shy, be brave and be like, I'm going to go up and talk to him tonight. I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? And then we we'll are probably like, we'll kick it. oh my gosh, give you a big hug and be like, come on, yeah, cut you in. Yeah, a sticker. Come, come on.
0: on, come hang with us. Yeah,
2: I was to say, we would never been not happy to meet somebody yeah. <laughs> at a show when and, that happens. you know, it's we're not all... clingy.
1: We, You can come in and out. You can go play and dance and come back or go up to the balcony and, you know, wave from the top, like, do whatever you want to do. I was
2: Unless think- we decide
0: you're a keeper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. That's a keeper. <laughs> um,
0: I was thinking about this the other day, actually. I was remembering back to, like, elementary school and you can remember back now sort of (laughs)
2: congratulations.
0: Ah. Um, Remembering how out of place I felt and like there was a group of kids that were all friends and I was on the outside of that shit and it hurt my feelings every day at school and I would get picked on and fucked with even into junior high school. And that shit leaves a mark. You know, that's a scar. And so that's why when I say that's the dope part of no simple road and a byproduct of us doing this thing, like it's healed that for me, this community that grew up around this, because I didn't have that as a kid. You know what I mean? High school? Yeah, I did. But, Elementary school and junior high didn't. And that's painful for a little kid to feel on the outside and left out. And so as an adult to feel on the outside and left out, I I can't even fathom the depths of that. So it's cool that we have this vehicle that is inclusive like that and, and Mm -hmm. a safe space. And even if you're not here, like then shoot us a DM. I'll, I'll, bullshit with you over the internet like
1: <laughs> we have
0: yeah I do I, I, yeah, I have yeah, somebody I in mind know. right now that I'm thinking of that I did it with today and yeah. it's what makes life richer man those connections and and those friendships and those moments that we can all share together and the things that we do together and looking forward to seeing each other and just all the silly shit like it, it's that's what makes life grand that stuff mm-hmm.
3: Wow, I really needed to hear that. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I would say my relation to that kind of coming up, I was real into sports when I was younger. And then there was this transition of me kind of falling out of that because I was putting more attention into music. But my outlet of music in school was through band and of course... The, the classic band kid Nerd. stereotype, right? Me too. And then coming from, like I was talking about earlier, coming from a place of wanting attention and validation so bad and then not receiving that mm. in this awkward transition of, of finding different interests and finding the people who are actually going to stick around. And for my birthday a couple of weeks ago, I had a really nice alleged mushroom experience where (laughs) where I had been thinking that I was really on top of things and making a lot of progress and it showed me that there were parts of me that did not agree with that with like what there are parts of me that don't agree with the reality that I'm experiencing and I was kind of wondering in the moment like where is that coming from? Because like I'm getting the reassurance every single day, and the connections I'm making, and the things that are happening since since moving out here, and so I feel like that just connected the dots of where that may potentially have been coming from. Really, dope. Yeah.
0: So thank you I'm for glad that. I could be of service. I didn't Fuck know yeah. I was doing anything
2: <laughs> again? Yeah, again, not not planned, not <laughs> scripted.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that goes back to the friend thing of like spending time with someone that you feel comfortable connecting with and just by speaking each other's truth out. Yeah. You, you teach people. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: man. I, it's, it's funny. I, I have a thing with, um, talking on the phone. Like I, I, I get anxious when the phone rings or like, if I know I have to call somebody, I get like a knot in my stomach, even ordering food on the phone i have a hard time he he hates doing food and talking to somebody you've done that
2: many times you're you're like if you order it i will go pick it up and pay for it totally type thing like okay but
0: i realized that the friends that i've made since i moved here have started to heal me from that and i realized it friday um love from family mystic called and i couldn't take the call And then I tried calling him back. He didn't answer. We were playing phone tag back and forth. And I finally had to call him. It was my turn. I called him. And uh, I didn't have that anxiety when I was calling. And I thought to myself, like in the moment, I was like, oh, this is what normal people feel like when they call somebody. (laughs) 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 And and I, I got on the phone and I was like, I just have to tell you this may be weird so I told him the whole laid the whole thing I was like I didn't have that anxiety when I was about to call you just now and he's like well I'm glad I could be of service <laughs> I'm glad you weren't nervous before you called me but it, it our friends inadvertently if they're good friends will help heal us of our shit without even having to do anything and like I said earlier, that's the stuff that makes life richer because, you know, we're all carrying some kind of bag with us. There's nobody that's walking around bagless. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that is footloose, fancy. No, <laughs> I've got Nothing it all, all together. If, if they everything's dip- been perfect. Jasper. No, <laughs> Jasper's got
2: stuff. Yeah, ja- yeah, yeah, he's got
0: little bags, mm-hmm. little he's teeny bags that he's carrying around. <laughs> no, it, I think if you you don't have bags anymore, you just turn into light and vapor no. and disappear into your own navel.
1: No, it's true. We we are <laughs> we have to we have to have a a you know antagonist of some sort, a mindset, a person, a, a feeling, a a place, something that they those types of things they do help us grow whether we like them or not. Yeah, And they make great songs. They make incredible artwork. They make cool <laughs> sayings. You know, they, they make great bonders when you talk to somebody like, oh, you had a shitty mom? Me too. You know, like you can bond in stuff that's, you know, been yeah, you, really you, rough. Well,
2: that's a good, yeah, you can bond over shitty stuff. Yeah. And, that's and you can, you can really help each other over bond.
1: it too. Because like maybe you're bonding with somebody who's at the beginning stages of something you've dealt with. Now they have a wall that they can like go to and find solace in when they're in the thick of it. And you, I know that's how me and Aaron. Know?
2: That's how me and Aaron's friendship started, is being from parents that were split, split up, yep. and having step parents and that's done. And then and all of a sudden it was like, "What? Your shit sucks too, but uh, this is right cool. On. Like, we, well, we yeah, we can be feral together. Yeah,
0: we're here for each other. I've learned too." And you guys tell me if this is true for you that over being alive for 50 whatever years that when I meet somebody now, I can tell energetically if they're going to be a friend or not. Like almost instantly when I meet someone, you can feel that like frequency
2: connection.
3: Yeah. The kind of natural push and pull. Yep.
2: Yep. Like the fa- like the fabrics go together yeah, well and yeah, aren't like, all rough. Oh and, wow! Like I this, found
3: I found another hmm. piece of the puzzle. Hmm. I would say, in my experience, I relate, but for me personally, my my radar may not be as in tune, and I I feel like I have this thing where I genuinely want to be friends with everybody, and so someone's like you know, coming up and and starting a conversation or I do the other. And at times I'm working on making sure that I keep my boundaries up (laughs) with folks and not allow my desire to have as many connections as as possible to not You know, shoot myself in the foot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well
3: Well, welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) Well also I feel like that's the Libra in us though. There's shitty
0: people out there too, man. Not everybody has our best interests at heart. Very true. And there's people that are shady and and
1: and there's people that are vampires and they're not on purpose that's another thing that i want to say out there that this mm. is a real some of y'all thing. are on
0: purpose i'm just saying that <laughs> oh, yes too. Yeah, that's true not. that's true
1: but some of them are not on purpose this is like their need they are so needy about certain things maybe and because of their, their trauma yeah, yeah their traumas yeah, and, stuff. Product
2: of their and so
1: they're they're like a sponge like sucking up anything <laughs> around them and those are the ones that are hardest to let go of because there's nothing wrong like there maybe there was never a fight or something they just drain the living crap out of you and and that you can't allow that to stay either i have learned the hard way you have to let go of that as nicely or harshly as necessary it's
0: it's tough you know like
1: sometimes that's it's it's just a thing like i wouldn't give that advice to my own kids because i've seen it i've witnessed it i've experienced it
0: and
2: another friendship that, like, I just got to share that because I'm excited about the Aaron and Mel know this. Since we met Andrew, Andrew is a new friend that reignited my love of the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I'd given up, since moving up here and living in Vegas, it was much I knew a lot more people are into football and stuff. But now, like, the. The uh sorry Cowboys fans, but the Eagles just <laughs> defeated the Cowboys. It is official. So and that's makes me very excited. And Andrew is the one that got me re excited. You know, we text and stuff about that. It, it, like it like refreshed something in me that I'd kind of set aside because I didn't have anybody else to really share it with. That's uh, so
0: dope. I'll that say cool. I'll say it, dude. It's very Bo cool. <laughs> <Bogerds. Yeah. laughs>
2: Killing it. Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> wow. Well, if you if you uh
1: okay let's let's recap um Joe what what was the first you know
0: Joe's release incandescent rumblings okay no, volume two volume
3: two all right go to
0: boomerang sky
3: yes search that wherever you find your music and then if you're in the Pacific Northwest two days later on the nineteenth at the Goodfoot is the release show
1: Joe do you know that that seventeenth is my sister's birthday and then the nineteenth is my mom's birthday. That's crazy. Whoa.
3: And Mel's a Libra and you're a Libra.
1: Yep. And you got married on my birthday. Holy <laughs> shit. And you're in my house right now.
3: <laughs> and you're our friend. <laughs> Everybody's head blew up. Except for Darwin.
0: And Darwin's like, what the fuck?
3: Yeah, so that's going to be a hell of a time and my first official show since moving out here. So very, very excited. Aww, that's exciting. That's,
1: that's super rad. exciting. Right on. Yay.
0: Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Um, And... If you're out there and you're feeling lonely, you're feeling lost, you don't have friends, or or maybe you do, or have you friends. do have friends and, and they're they're a drag, or if you have friends and they're dope and you just want more, you can go to our website and you can see where we're gonna be. You can pick a show that is of your interest and then come hang out with us and boom friends just like that unless you're a turd then don't do that but most you listen in probably
2: yeah we got three shows coming up uh this coming weekend
0: we have um the string dusters on friday we have pigeons pigeons in a pile on uh, saturday Saturday. (laughs) and then maggie rose on monday yeah it's gonna be a busy busy weekend for the no simple road family yeah um I'm really, really stoked to see dogs in a pile and pigeons playing ping pong. Are you
3: going? No, I can't swing that one, but I want to Do you be have there. to work? No, so the I'm spending that day walking around and flyering for my show.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. You're you're putting in the work. Putting in the work. Okay. Yeah. I won't I won't throw salt in that game. <laughs> I was going to throw.
1: Joe salt in that. is putting in the work. <laughs> but just to give you Love
2: another you know, possible, excuse, I mean there is going to be a lot of people out of that show that you could hand flyers
0: out. That's true. Where's it all that in there? The oh. Crystal ballroom. Oh. You could make okay. it a working. Joe, he wants you to pet him.
3: Hi, sweet baby. What's yeah, it with, it the what a jerk?
0: He gives you his paw. Ah, hey. Wow, Darwin. That was rude, yeah. Darwin. Um,
2: He's Psych. like, I suckered him in. I was doing this the day I teaching him a rule about friendship. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I've got boundaries. things to say about to friends too. <laughs> are you,
2: are you know that part where you're saying sometimes people sucker you in? Well, there you go, buddy.
0: <laughs> also, we didn't, we, we mentioned it at the beginning, but I'm going to mention it here at the end and everybody's going to go, no, go we didn't, down but we did cause we're going to go and record it here in a minute. On December 7th, No Simple Road is hosting the No Simple Road Holiday Get Down at the Get Down down. with members of World's Finest, Lost Ox, Sponge, Family Mystic. Help me out, Bodie, Bodie Bodie Mojo. Mojo. Thank you, thank you, and and Garcia Birthday Garcia Birthday Band. Yes, and uh, it's going to be a night of music and conversation with the No Simple Road family. It's a time for all of us to get together. And spend some quality time at a party you don't want to leave early. So, this That's is the right. one. Tickets are available now. You can get them at thegetdownpdx.com or at nosimpleroad.com. Uh, early bird tickets are 15 bucks. They are on sale until the 10th of November. After the 10th, it goes up 5 bucks. So, go get your tickets now. You get in for, for say, 15 a five bucks, bucks. 15 yeah. beans, man. It, and, and, and then we know you're going to be fine. there. Yeah. And, uh, and that is that. Okay. Ta da that's that we would right. like to again thank our collaborator the, the edible, edible beats. beats for hanging with us and uh i'm just gonna throw it out there melt premium mushroom chocolates man the best stocking stuffer idea ever on the planet. Ooh. If you know people that are into melting their troubles away with mushroom chocolates, then go to at melt mushrooms on Instagram. Shoot them a DM, ask them for their menu. Tell them no simple road sent you. For the month of November, you are getting buy one get one free.
1: Ooh. that's a that's a fat deal wow. right there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 10, that is definitely stock and up I, on
0: that. Yeah, ten and I, different flavors, man. I know.
2: I, I can tell you too. A, a friend of mine, no names name, but. Tried one and Allegedly. now is hooked. And once, like, started with one, hooked, then two, and now it's like, well, I might as well order like four or five. And so it, you I'm have to be like, get a case,
0: get a case <laughs> and stuck. St- Stuck stuffings. <laughs>
1: stuck, stuck
0: stockings, sock stuffings. Wow. Yes, with them. Star,
1: this spot is but not for you to be. Come on, go, no, lay, go, go lay down. Come come down. Over go over here. I'm All right, putting, I'm putting pressure everybody. on Joe. Sorry, guys. Um, in the podcast world, I'm <laughs>
0: we're having dog issues. <laughs>
1: like basically on my lap, and he, he is he
0: 130 <laughs> pound dog that wants to be in your lap. <laughs> he thinks
2: he's a pocket
0: dog. All right, everybody, we love you. Go Boomerang Sky, Edible Beats, Mushroom your- Chocolates, all the things. Love yourself, love your pets, Joe, love one thank another. You
1: for, um the discussion on friendship. Yeah,
0: yeah I learned
3: I a lot. Thank y'all for having yes. me on.
0: It was fun. And uh, until next time, we'll be back on Friday with another episode of No Simple Road. Until then, take care of each other. Smile at a stranger, safety third, hydrate. And Where's our SOs?
1: Listen to Boomerang Sky. And listen
0: to Boomerang Sky. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.